Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name is Michael, and I am the host of this little shindig. And right out of the gate, before I forget, I want to recognize and celebrate the international people. What in the Sam Hill? Uh, absolutely tons of people uh, in Canada, tons of people in the UK, and lots of you wacky Australians. Good day, mate. Tom a kangaroo down, blango. So I think it's awesome. And uh, for everyone else li listening in other countries, holy crap. Uh, it's wild. It's wild, and I love it, and it's fantastic. So let's go. Um, lots to get into this week. We've got um, the big theme. Here's the big theme. This is uh, what I'm going to be coming back to again and again and again. And for those of you uh, uh, listening in, in, in the UK, it would be all, listen, no, that'd be Australia. Listening again and again and again. Here's what I'm saying. The, the theme the, that's going to, I'm going to try to tie all this together is, uh, is get fired up and stay fired up. Okay, so just let's let's start generating that energy and keep it going. For politics, sure. For life, yeah. A lust for life, it all goes hand in hand. So uh, we'll, we will begin right after this. Yes. A podcast. The Loftus Party Podcast. So hold on to that ass. The podcast happens fast. Yes, you know it's a podcast. Two verses, the Loftus Party Podcast. Oh, let go on around. So grab on to know. I don't care that I fucked that up. That's why. It's the positive. <laughs> it's the positivity. Okay. And you know what? It's not so much uh, positivity. It's. It's an awareness, and I'm not going to let this shit get me down. And there's lots going on. Uh, we'll get to the two most important stories here, which is uh, one is uh, Tucker Carlson related. The other one is uh, Elon Musk and X related and, and new journalism. I almost said sex related, but we'll get we'll get to that, too. We're going to do uh, we're going to check in on your Valentine's Day. Hopefully you had a good one. Hopefully you had a good one. Hopefully you were walking funny the next day. Uh, some movie news, which is also going to tie into the uh, Valentine's Day. I'm looking at my notes, and it's uh, it's wild how it all kind of ties together. We got we got movie news and booty news and comedy and that show tonight. Okay, so without further ado, we are we're barely three minutes into this thing. And we can begin. We can begin as the. I have a. I have a little office area, just so you know. And um, like last week on the show, I'm like squirrel fight, squirrel fight, and that might have sounded weird to you. I'm very happy uh, with where I'm posted up when I when I'm working at you know working for the loftestparty.com and here where I do my little uh, recording of the show. Lots of windows, lots of windows, and I have. Many woodland creature friends. Do I have names for them? Sure. Yes, I do. There's a uh, <clears throat> there's a group of three 
little squirrels. Uh, they're all, I call them the Wickersham brothers. They all hang out together and do their little dastardly deeds. And then there's Miss Lonely Hearts. I swear to God, this is like... <laughs> there's this little brown squirrel, and, uh, and she lives in a, in a little pine tree all by herself. And like the Wickersham... <laughs> the Wickersham brothers are like these great... They're like the biggest fucking high-energy goofball squirrels. So uh, do I throw peanuts out for them? Sure, I do. And, uh, and Miss Lonely Hearts, who lives all by herself... Uh, she just, she just knows how to break my little heart. She's got this, she knows what she's doing. The little fucking squirrel. <laughs> I can't believe I'm opening the show. This is about politics, you guys. This is a political comedy, uh, lifestyle, uh, podcast. And yes, this week we're talking about freaking squirrels. So, uh, Miss Lonely Hearts, because she lives all by herself. She's a little bachelorette. A little, she's probably fucking a raccoon or something. She's probably just a whore. <laughs> here, I, here I am feeling bad for her. She's turning tricks with possums and shit. Uh, she just knows how to melt my heart. She gets this little, I swear to God, so emotive. And just like the way she, the way squirrels hold their little hands and their little arms. She just looks at me like, like, oh, mister, please, I'm dying. <laughs> And so I'll throw out some peanuts for her. And then uh, and then the Wickersham brothers catch on. Wickersham brothers, they haven't learned the, uh, the cute thing. They haven't learned how to melt my heart yet. I, I throw peanuts to the Wickersham brothers uh, to keep them away from Miss Lonely Hearts. I'm like, listen, you know what I am? I got like a little CIA operation going over here. Just, I'm going to get, I'm going to throw a handful of peanuts to the Wickersham brothers uh, to keep them from fighting Miss Lonely Hearts, and they can just fight with each other over, oh my God, it's a metaphor. Holy shit, I've stumbled into a metaphor. So, just like America, just like America, uh, I'm keeping the Wickersham brothers fighting amongst themselves for a handful of peanuts. Meanwhile, uh, Miss Lonely Hearts is, uh, well, she's not living in the lap of luxury, but she certainly doesn't have to fight like they do. So you gotta ask yourself, are you a Wickersham brother? Or are you Miss Lonely Hearts? I don't know, I don't want to be a Wickersham brother. I love like no other Miss Lonely Heart. Won't you come on back to me? Oh, hey, yeah, I said, give him peanuts. <laughs> Ah! We're off to a bad start. We're off to a bad. This is going to be very. It's going to be very serious. Very serious podcast. So let's get let's get into that. We might come back to the uh, Wickersham brothers aspect of all of that is true, and they, they'll fight. They yeah they they wrestle. I love them. I love the squirrels. I love the birds. I have to be very careful. Uh, I just I could seriously. I'm turning into an old man. Who just like, I'll sit here and watch the birds. Oh, look, that's a yellow-bellied thrush fucker. That's a, that's a red-crested cocknobber. We should, that's what we should do to, to reinvent uh, bird watching. Let's just rename all the birds and just give them insane names. You know, that's a purple-cocked ball buster. Just, 
And the kids would be like, what did you say? What? Like the millennials and the, the young kids as we're out there in the woods with our binoculars. That's a, that's a diamond back titty fucker. What? I'm just, <laughs> that's a, that's a glaze, that's a glaze chested knob gobbler. That's a, <laughs> That's that's a oh that's a doggy back backs fanny spankler okay I'm glad we got I'm glad we started with some jokes uh, because that's going to set the stage for this now I'm going to tell you uh, as, as I dive into this as things start to take a turn on the show as they start to turn towards uh, the more serious nature because this shit is important remember remember. What we said, get fired up, stay fired up. That might be the new uh, motto for the Loftus party. And holy shit, wait until you see the new logo we're playing around with. You guys get the inside scoop, you freaking wacky Americans and Canadians. I didn't say enough, uh, I didn't give enough love to the Canadians. Shit tons of Canadians. So um, just listen, Americans, uh, uh, people in Great Britain, uh, people in Australia, Canada, everyone. We got, I have a new logo that we've been working on. Uh, and that might be what I put on the shirt. Get fired up, stay fired up. That works. That would work for, uh, that would work for uh, uh, a brawn panties. Should say. Men's underwear, get, you know, have that, just have a little, you know, boxer briefs. And then on the front, it says, get fired up, stay fired up. Ladies, when you're running around there in your Loftus Party t-shirt and it gets cold out and you're not wearing a bra because you're fucking awesome and your nipples start poking out, get fired up, stay fired up. I don't know. Just play around with it. Okay, let's dive in. Let's get serious because this, uh, this is infuriating. There's two pieces of information that we're going to get into here, uh, both infuriating. And I might have to go. I might have to go to the... Uh, my, my freaking guitar here to try to put me back in a good mood. There is an interview, uh, that Tucker Carlson posted. You can find this at theloftestparty.com. I have posted it there. You can go there and watch it. And the title of, uh, the title that I put on it was, uh, interview. And then how the deep state wins elections and censors you online. A very scary step-by-step. Step. Now, this is uh, Tucker Carlson talking to a guy named Mike Benz. Mike Benz, that's B-E-N-Z. Mike Benz is a uh, an expert on all things cyber and internet and uh, has done a deep dive and is probably the, one of the biggest authorities on, on just government watchdog stuff, and he's with an organization. They just won a huge lawsuit uh, against the Biden administration, and they won the appeal, and it's probably going to go to the Supreme Court. But here is, and I'm going to try to break it down rather quickly. Uh, it, is, it is how the events in the last few years came into being. How the government, our government, the United States government 
has rationalized uh, censorship online. <clears throat> That's probably the easiest way uh, to put it. it and it's, it's good to know this stuff. Uh, he, he walked, the reason I say it's step by step is because he walks you through, uh, you know, okay, so the internet was a thing, and then in 2004, Facebook was a thing, and then Twitter was a thing, and blah, 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 blah. And there was all this social media that was bubbling up, bubbling up. And then the, the CIA and some other uh, three-letter agencies who are watching elections in, in other countries, uh, they're seeing results that they don't like. And the, and the CIA, <clears throat> which is like, oh, we'll never meddle in uh, American elections. We'll never do that. But we're going to meddle the fuck out of these other governments. They started seeing... Uh, results that they they didn't quite understand, and they then they were trying to figure it out. And uh, and NATO was like, oh, this is a this is a danger to NATO countries. And there was a Russian general, uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, who uh, his proposition was this. <clears throat> Pardon me, I've got I got a freaking thing in my throat. Let's 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 wash that down with some soda pop. Delicious soda pop. Okay, so this uh, this uh, Russian general says, here's the good thing about the, the internet, social media. You don't even have to fire a bullet. It's going to be so cost-effective. You don't need gun, tank, plane. You just uh, manipulate the things online and make sure election goes where you want election to go. So this terrified the NATO countries. Uh, CIA got involved. And then they started, uh, like Google started as like a DARPA program, a lot of DARPA funding. The military industrial complex, the CIA, all these agencies start funding all this research. This is where shit starts to go off the rails. You, you need to listen to the entire interview. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Because now you, you smash cut to the 2020 election and how uh, this little carve out, see, like the CIA, <laughs> the CIA is like, oh, we'll never mess with American politics. And, and the FBI, well, oh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But, you know, the Department of Homeland Security. And this is what many moons ago on that show tonight, we were making fun of the Ministry of Truth. This is the very thing that we were making fun of. Uh, I had no idea it was this bad or this corrupt. But you will watch this interview, and it's uh, it's Nina Jankowitz. It's the Department of Homeland Security. It's they went into full effect. They have these models, these online models for data and keywords, and it's just as you've always suspected. You know they 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 fashioned these things once upon a time like oh this is to, this is so we can keep an eye on ISIS we can we can map out these hotspots globally and find out who's saying what words about this and that that's going to protect us from ISIS and it's not hard to put in another set of keywords and go okay so who's talking shit about mail in ballots who's talking shit about the jab who's talking shit about the Wuhan and you can just. You can not only censor, but you can pre-censor. Meaning, I know we're about to do some serious bullshit, and people are going to be upset about the serious bullshit 
that we're about to pull. So let's go ahead and pre-censor that. That's where it gets fucking, see, here we go. I'm getting mad. fired up. Here's the deal. So you're going to you're going to see this interview, you're going to watch this interview and you're going to go, "Yep, that's what they did." Yep. And and listen, I've known it for, for for ages. We've all listen, we've all if you've if you've posted anything remotely controversial online, you're like, "I know they were doing this." And that is the response uh that we have to stay away from. That is uh, that will be our 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 death right there. You see this you see this freaking uh, Tucker Carlson post, and and Tucker is just like letting this dude talk and just occasionally asking questions and yada yada yada. And almost the first response out of so many people is like, "Oh, we come on, dude. We were talking about that five years ago." Oh, dude, yes, yes, we were talking about it five years ago. Guess what? It's outrageous as shit. This is not this is not a fucking contest uh, as to who knew what then. Hey there, fucking Jimmy Joe, I don't give a fuck who you are. I knew. Listen, come on. We knew about this four years ago. Yes. Yes, we did. We knew it was going on four years ago. But guess what we have to do now? We have to shake the fucking mountain with our outrage. You got to get emotional about this shit. You really do. This whole sit back and, oh, well, that's a very interesting thing that Tucker, but I think he's referring to something that uh, I brought to light for it. We knew this. Oh, fuck, I, oh, you people. And you're, you're, I knew. I don't give a fuck what you knew if you knew it a long time ago. I don't give a fuck what you knew Cause I'm getting pissed off now I'm fired up and staying fired up Alright, no Sir, it's, it's amazing to me And I have to I don't want to I don't want to get pissed off about the wrong thing I don't want to get angry uh, at, at my uh, people who politically see eye to eye with me Here's what I'm saying Here's what I'm saying And the great big camp Sight of America. We gotta, we gotta fucking light a campfire and get some tents going. You guys are like, I told you, we should have camped here a long time ago. Motherfucker, it is raining. There are hungry wolves coming. We need a campfire. We need a tent. I don't want, I, you know, listen, I picked this campsite out and I had a good place to park the RV. Good does that sound? Oh my lord! That's giving you the squishies.
like, is he crazy? Did he go crazy? He did. He he did. I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot of coffee. I'm feeling uh, up and at him, and I'm t and I am fired up. So now we need investigations. We need to like. Here's what, and this goes to what this Mike Benz guy was saying on Tucker. So they can steer conversations online. They can steer the conversations in the media. So, you know, cable news, what you're reading, all of it. And they can keep, oh my God, I gotta, we gotta talk about that Harvard, this Harvard professor and his, uh, his police shooting. Oh, okay. So, so they can very uh, astutely and very smartly go, oh, Americans are getting outraged. Americans are getting outraged. And then when, when they do get their fucking fan base all fired up and their fan base, you know, starts destroying cities and then they don't freaking prosecute and they don't do shit. And it's just like, you're, you're left with this, oh, well, what can we do about it? I knew, I knew they were doing this four years ago. What the fuck can we do about it? We have to find a, uh, as organic way of, of possible of like, you, you are actively taking away my rights and I'm fucking pissed about it. And you're creating this illusion of choice. And I'm pissed about it. Okay. My God. It's been so... Here's what we're doing. We're coming back with some more... Some more uh, pissed offedness. More pissed offedness. Uh, some shit about uh, Brennan and Obama and the CIA. <laughs> All right, we're going to do that. And then what do I have to remind? Oh, um, here, here's, uh, there's going to be another block of this. And then we're moving it over to uh, Locals and Patreon. I cannot encourage you enough to, uh, to go over to Locals and Patreon. Uh, show your support. Get some extra stuff. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day. <laughs> We're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Uh, and that show tonight, oh, and this Harvard, this uh, Harvard study about police and all kinds. There's so much more good stuff. We're just going to go down. We're going to go down the line. We're going to have a blast. So we will see you. We'll be right back. Ta-ta. I'm coming right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
$3 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. We're back. I told you we were coming back. I have my emotional support guitar. I have adjusted the tuning. It's that G string, man. It's all—it's like a joke, but the, my G string, it goes out of whack. It sounds like crap, but I try to fix it because I care about you. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Uh, and this is the uh, get fired up, stay fired up. Get fired up. Stay fired up. Get fired up now. Get fired up. Stay fired up. Fired up You were fired up Got some bullshit in the CIA You knew it was bullshit You knew right away I'm talking about Brennan That monstrous motherfucker This is horrible And uh, once again Fight the impulse. Fight the impulse to say, uh, oh, I knew about this. Oh, we all knew about this. There is a, uh, there's a gentleman, uh, a journalist by the name of Michael Schellenberger. He's on the tweeters, or the X. And on uh, February 16th, in this, the year of our Lord, 2024, I'm not trying to steal from you, I'm trying to help you. That's my Gandalf the Grey. Now, put on those nipple. <laughs> Nip. And then I, I, I slid into Gandalf the Grey talking dirty. Because that's just... Whatever. Uh, we might do more of that later. When we talk about Zendaya's booty. Michael Schellenberger uh, has a very popular uh, account on X. Because he's actually doing journalism. And on February 16th, he tweeted out, The intelligence community colluded... In the 2016-2017, oh, I'm sorry, the intelligence community concluded, they came to the conclusion in 2016-2017 that Russia favored Trump, says the media, but it didn't. Obama's CIA director corrupted the intelligence assessment, and now a new source has come forward describing the explosive contents of a still-secret report. Show this thread. This is CIA Director John Brennan. This is Barack Obama. 
This is his administration. This is frickin' Vice President Joe Biden. Uh, they wrote a false Russia intelligence assessment. The House Intelligence Report that debunked the, the 2017 Intelligence Community Assessment on Russia and election interference was written by introverted, wonky, and nerdy professional, not political hacks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here we go. The still-secret, never-released HPSCI report concluded uh, the, the, the Russian government wanted Hillary Clinton not Donald Trump, to win the election. <laughs> and then CIA Director John Brennan manipulated the Intelligence Community Assessment, or the ICA, which had come to the opposite conclusion. Okay, so uh, they know now this person's coming forward. They've seen the report. They've seen the old switcheroo. This is, and I swear to God, get fired up, stay fired up. Get fired up, stay fired up. Yes, there was a, uh, uh, and here's the deal. What the fuck with the Durham report? Where was this during the, how is it, how is this shit coming to light now? And frickin' Durham couldn't find this shit? But Michael Schellenberger and his friends can find it. They have, they have the, uh, they have the documentation on it. They have the documents. They've got the eyewitnesses, uh, all this other stuff. There was the top secret version I was so shown, uh, who came forward after reading yesterday's report. Uh, there was an even more highly classified version that I was not shown, which had more details. Okay, so you, here you have uh, Obama's CIA guy, John Brennan, uh, picking who is going to get... It's, it's horrible. This is between uh, the online censorship and between uh, fucking CIA directors and the Obama administration. And like, I did a, oh God, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. There's many people who, <clears throat> uh, yes, there was all kinds of suspicions, but we, we have to, we have to really raise holy hell about this. We can't, we can't continue to, to do this. We can't continue to do this. We have to get mad as shit. We, we really do. And, and listen, if you don't think that there's uh, psychological elements at play, and you know that there are, uh, that's why the, the January 6th bullshit, that's why those people are all languishing in jail. They, that's a tactic, man. They're like, here's what happens. Here's what happens if you get mad. You go to jail. And then like a bunch of little chicken bitches... Everybody likes, oh, I don't want to go to jail. Don't do that to me. We all need to get louder. We all need to get louder. The more I think about it, the more seriously Elon Musk and, and his purchase of X is, is probably going to save us all. It's probably going to save us all. Where else would you even hear about this shit? It would all just be like a bunch of freaking... Uh, you know, Americans who, oh, you know, we talk about this shit in our little clubhouse. We, you know, you know, Roy, he's a conservative. He's a fucking, he's a whack, he's a nut job. No, this shit is wrong. And there's proof of it now. And there, when, when there's tangible proof and these institutions have to be ripped apart. Like down to the fucking studs. 
and and listen, oh my God. So these reports are coming out over the weekend. These reports are coming out over the weekend and I'm, I'm listening to these interviews and just fucking just my brain is exploding. And then you got the John Brennan thing and the CIA and the Obama administration and blah, 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 all this shit. And these cock suckers on their little TV shows talking about freaking Nikki Haley and Nikki Haley's on there. Oh boy, Trump's got too much baggage, all the lawsuits. Oh my God. I'm telling you right now, out of everybody running for president, you, you throw in your your uh, your your Bobby Kennedy Juniors and everybody else. Donald Trump is the only one that I trust to freaking take anywhere near the wrecking ball, and it won't be the wrecking ball I want. It won't be the. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna go like uh, that freaking Argentinian dude, the new president of Argentina. Oh my God. They have a balanced budget. Isn't that miraculous? Argentina has a balanced budget, you guys. <laughs> but listen, Trump is the only one that I think is going to come close to wrecking this shit. And that's why they're coming af after him. Their freaking uh, $300 million fine. That absolute horse shit. Yeah. So the psychological element of this is like, oh... Look at look at all the fines that Trump got. Ooh, Trump was found guilty of this. Oh, he's got more fines. And oh, if you support him, you go to jail. And oh, they are desperately, desperately hoping that we won't get pissed off about this shit, that we won't raise holy hell about it, and that we certainly won't tell our liberal friends about it. Welcome to everything that we're trying to do here. Like, uh, I, I, this is the kind of shit that, yes, you can preach this to the choir and you can get fired up and stay fired up, but you gotta, like, of my liberal friends, of my most liberal friends that I've ever had, that I've worked with in Hollywood, they would be fucking horrified about this shit. About the CIA just deciding who they want the next president to be. About the about this new carved out uh, Department of Homeland Security online censorship, all this other shit. Take a look at oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta go to the guitar. I, I'm getting there. I saw a. Uh, I'm sure I liked it. I'm sure I liked it. I'm on my my Twitter account right now. I have you're like Michael. Did you just get like ten times sexier? It, what's it, yes that's a guitar pick you're hearing me talk with a guitar pick in my mouth that's some sexy fucking uh guitar player shit that only we're allowed to do you're like you're you're like uh you're like a uh freaking sexy american keith richards i want to i want to doink you right now don't listen that's the guitar pick <clears throat> some dude had the uh had posted these graphs that were the uh, excess of deaths. The excess of deaths. These are all worldwide. Uh, and you're like, whoa, that's a big spike there. That's a big spike. It's a big spike of uh, excessive deaths in America and Australia and England and all over the world. And then they show you, hey, here's where the vaccine came out. 
you're like, oh my God. So you've got, you've got this graph that's kind of going up and then coming down, going up. It's like little moves, little moves. Uh, and then like, hey, here's where the vaccine comes out. And then uh, time goes by, time goes by, boom! It's like a fucking roller coaster ramp going up. These are not good people at all. And there's some weird shit that's going on. We gotta raise some hell and fire up. Oh, there's Miss Lonely Hearts right there. When I say Miss Lonely Hearts now, you know that I'm talking about the single squirrel. The single squirrel. Okay, let's let's move on to uh oh god, I have to I have to bring this up. This poor son of a bitch. I have to go to my profile because no 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 no. Uh I I like this. And it's how I, I keep track. I don't bookmark things. Oh. Uh <clears throat> here's another one that's 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 just I want to put on your radar. I do want to talk about some sexy stuff. We got to talk about some 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 boobies and some uh, some booties and tits and tatas and booty butts and all that good stuff. Uh, there's a group called the uh, the Patriot Front. I'm just going through my Twitter right now, and I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I said this out loud. Uh, it's called the Patriot Front. It's a bunch of guys in khakis and blue shirts, and they all wear face masks, and they all wear it's like a, like matching uniforms, and it's a oh we are we are the proud members of the Aryan blah blah, and they carry around and they do like Nazi shit, and uh, and the, and so people will post pictures of them on Twitter, and they'll be like feds, these are the feds, these are, well, well that's great, that's great, you can do that. Uh, also, maybe take the time out to uh, try to, I wonder why, I wonder why, and it's happening as we speak. So if you're the, if, if you're like an undercover, you know, and you want to influence elections and make th- sure things go your way, you, uh, you start a little group, you and your little, uh, undercover government, I won't say feds, but I'll say undercover government dudes, and you start your little fake Aryan Brotherhood bullshit, and you tell everybody, okay, so here's the, here's the, uh, Here's the uniform. Here's the great thing with a uniform. The wonderful thing about the uniform is it makes you look like there's more people than there are and blah, blah, blah. And then you like, you can, oh, I can spot them in a crowd. It's freaking, it's well thought out. And then so you can have your little, you can have your little fake fucking rallies. And then people are like, oh my God, look at those Trump supporters out there. Look at those right wing. Oh, that's a right wing dangerous organization. And isn't it weird that all your members wear masks? <laughs> and then if you're running for office in the Democrat side of things, you can just stand in front of these guys with them in the background and like, this is the kind of thing that we're, it's hitting on every level. So uh, let's call it what it is. That is, I, I truly believe that is, that is government funded propaganda. And so say, hey, that's, uh, it, it's like B-roll. For uh, for a, a Biden campaign ad, you you get to outrage people, and then you get to get footage of it, and then you get footage for your fucking commercials for your bullshit communist El Pinko fucking mass murder. Oh, 
Oh, it's infuriating. Okay, so I have to go to my liked comments. Uh, there was a gentleman. <laughs> there is a... Ah, this is my buddy Nick Searcy. This is my buddy Nick Searcy. <laughs> All right, we got to get Nick on uh, on that show tonight. I'm going to give you a big update on, on that show tonight. We have new shows coming up. We got some super fucking exciting shit. Uh, thanks for hanging in. Thanks for being patient. There is some big shit coming. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. But here's what my buddy, uh, here's what my buddy uh, Nick Searcy tweeted. He says, uh, as I leave California for the last time as a resident, I am somewhat emotional. Even though I know it is the best thing for me and my family, I have complex feelings about my departure. California, from the bottom of my heart, and with a tear in my eye, I leave you with this. And then it's a picture of Donald Trump pointing at a sign that reads, Eat a bag of dicks, you bunch of dirty fucking communists. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's the sad thing about California. Here's the, here's the heartbreak of California. And, and this... You go out there, you guys, and uh, I'm trying to think about how I want to say this. When I was younger and you would go down to Florida for uh, spring break, you know, and you would, you would leave Ohio and you'd drive, you'd get to like Tennessee or whatever, you'd get out and you'd get gas and it's like winter time. It's like, you know, late winter, early spring in Ohio, and you would get across that little mountain range, and like the, all of a sudden the air was a little bit warmer, and it just smelled a little sweeter, a little different, because it was already kind of springy, and just like just that little change. I don't know if you had this when, when you did spring break. I don't know where you grew up or you know what part of the world you're in. But growing up in Ohio, it was like magic. There was a there was a certain magic to it. You get out of the fucking car to put gas in it and like the air was just a little warmer and it just smelled a little bit better. Like, oh my God, where the fuck are we? And like, we must be, we must be going south because everything, and that's how it was. And then you get down to Florida and like, oh my God, boom, you've arrived. When I first started contemplating, Moving out to Los Angeles. And I took a couple of trips out there just to get the lay of the land. I had a friend who I stayed with the first time. Uh, who lived close to the Hollywood sign. And it's wild. There's a, uh, there's a different smell to the air. There's a different look. There's a, there is a, there's a different feel. California's fucking lovely. It is gorgeous. It used to be. It is so tragic. My dad grew up uh, in Los Angeles. I still have family out in Los Angeles. Hello, cousins. Hello, all of you wacky lofti out there. I love it. I, I love the ocean. I love the, the rolling hills. I love the mountains. I love I love the culture. I love there's people from all over. I love, and they, that's the part that makes you angry. That should be 
Los Angeles, California should be like uh, the showcase. It should be like a showcase city for this country. Look at how good we can do. Look at this. We are showing off. They can't solve a fucking problem in California. All they can do is, is uh, point, the, point the finger and blame people. Try to think of another city. Try to think of another major, a major city anywhere that doesn't have uh, a light rail system that takes you to the airport. You can, you can take a train to the airport almost in any American city. Can you take a train to the airport in Los Angeles? No, they make you get on the fucking 405. They make you deal with that shitty-ass traffic. Yeah, there's challenges to the freeways out there, but they can't, they can't fucking, you, you, seriously, you can't, they had the train, they had freaking electric, they had buses and shit back in the day, they had a streetcar, the whole nine. They can't figure that shit out? How long have the, the Democrats been in control of California? They haven't made it fucking any better. Oh, they can certainly find ways to spend your money. Oh, we're going to make, we're going to make the 405, my God. We're going to make the 405 one way, one lane wider in a $50 billion project. Are you fucking crazy? And the cops. And the crime. It's a tragedy. What they've done to thee. California It's fucking sad It's a tragedy What they've done to thee California Get off your knees <laughs> It's sad, it's fucked up San Francisco, great town, used to be a great town it's Covered in shit now Crime and shit Santa Monica, crime and shit. LA, crime and shit, crime and shit. And you can't run from it. Uh, you got to buck, buckle up and you got to fix it. Sorry. Uh, uh, so this is, um, this is the thing that I really wanted to get to before I uh, moved on to uh, tits and ass and booties and all that good stuff. This is a, uh, a Harvard professor who did a study on... Uh, police shootings. He did this study years ago. This is a this is a Harvard professor. This is a man of color, and he does a study on police shootings, and finds that there was absolutely no racial bias, absolutely none. He had he had a team of like eight, uh, like interns, TAs that were working with him. And they do all this study. They look at all this data, and the da 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 da. Fucking no racial bias. And this dude's like, that's fucking bullshit. That cannot be true. That cannot be true. So he gets rid of his uh his 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 eight little helpers and he hires eight new helpers. And the eight new helpers go through the data and they look at this, and they look at that, and again they find there is no racial bias. So he's like, Oh my god. A one hundred and four page paper with a 150-page appendix. And he presents his findings, and they're like, you cannot publish this. And God bless this dude for publishing the findings. They they fucking railroaded his shit, 
Get out of our town, buddy. So there you have it. They're like, so you've done this well-researched scientific paper. You've done the work. You've checked it twice. We don't like the results, so we're going to go after you. Something very foul is afoot. Something very foul. No racial bias when it comes to shooting up thugs. No racial bias. I can't. All right, we're going too slowly. I need to move. I need to move with purpose. This is a long one. I didn't want to do a long one. Holy fuck, and I got to go. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to go over to uh, Patreon. We're going to go to Locals. Thank you for joining us over there. If you want to talk about um, Zendaya, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Uh, she. We're going to talk about Dune. We're going to talk about uh, Zendaya and uh, and her and the outfit she wore to the Dune premiere. Yes, we're going to talk about her butt. We're going to be talking booties. We're going to be talking a little bit of uh, uh, tits, too, and and Valentine's Day stuff, and some more stuff about uh, Trump and uh, New York and Erdogan, Judge Erdogan, and holy shit, uh, Fanny Willis. I, I'm not going to call her Fanny. I can't help it if you can't fucking spell. It's that's Fanny. Your name is fucking Fanny. F A I F A N I is Fanny. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. You all are are wonderful. I'm so glad you dig the podcast. Thanks to all the international people. Canada, UK, Australia. Uh freaking uh there's South Africa. <laughs> it's wonderful. And I'm tr I'm truly thrilled. We are going to get fired up. Stay fired up all day long. Get fired up, fired up, and sing this song. Ha ha. All right, come over to Locals. Don't be a bitch about it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Why are those pants still on?